Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Flyers try to work it in front, scores! Rebound falling right to the far side, and Louis Belpigio picks it up. His first goal. Nope, you can't bog me down with the Flyers highlights. I'm going to go ahead and enjoy this Blink-182. That's exactly what we're doing over here. As Sports Talk Saturday carries on here, Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, Evan Pasquale. As we keep things going here, Sabres at leaves tonight. As they try to go 3-1 and one on the week, hopefully that would be the case. A nice little cherry on top would be beating Toronto. And then, of course, Bills and Bengals on Sunday night. Pre-game coverage for Sabres and Leafs. That'll start at 6 tonight here on WGR. Meanwhile, pre-game coverage for Bills and Bengals tomorrow. That starts at 3 p.m. tomorrow with Jeremy White and Nate Geary for Bills game day kicking things off. All right. So, TJ... Teased something fascinating as we were heading to the break. Like, we've been talking about Casey Middlestat really coming into his own. I don't really think people understand... Just how good he's been. Just how good he's been. over the. So, you know, just looking at things. We were going to play a game, but I made Derek play this off the air. So, sorry, everybody. But um, Aaron on Twitter, at 23Sabers, uh, posted this. Looks like it's a... Graph from Natural Stat Trick. Um, the best 5v5 point rates using their last 42 team games played. Casey Middlestat is among some just fine company. He has 3.41 points per 60 minutes. So and point, five point, on five. Points, yeah, at five, feet, at five on five So for, per 60 minutes. So that's rate across all 60 minutes he plays. 3.41 points. He's number two. In the league over over the last forty two games, so forty two games, not a huge sample, but still half to be among half a year, half a season, more than half a season, to be among names like Nathan McKinnon, who's number one in that over the last forty two games, three point six eight per sixty. Um, then he's got uh, David Pasternak, three point three five, goal scoring machine. Yeah, yeah, total points per sixty. Matthew Kachuk. 3.23 points. One of the biggest difference makers Case, last year. Casey's number two with 3.41. Which he is, has taken such a huge step, and it's been, a, a, honestly, a giant step. It, it's Tage Thompson-like in terms of what's happened with his development. 
Casey was between Rochester uh, back during the, what, the COVID season, the 2021 shortened season. I think Mm -hmm. he was taxi squatting it a little bit uh, before Ralph Kruger got fired. (laughs) And since Don... had to say that word. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Ah. All roads lead back to Ralph right now. (laughs) But Middlestat, with the step he's taken, I feel like I've... With Middlestead, I've settled on so many things of what he could be. I think we discussed before the break that uh, we thought maybe he'd be a trade piece for better defense. But ultimately, I've been like, okay, maybe Casey will set in as uh, the fourth-line center for this team. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then last year, he keeps getting chances, and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, he's a decent third-line option. Yeah, he's probably a comfortable middle-six guy. Now, you're like, this guy could be a bona fide top-six option. This, no, he like, is a bona fide top he six is. option. What my brain has recycled to was this is the maniac that we were all loving in that snow outdoor game, Team USA Canada, that we're like, this is going to be our future like star center to complement with the other star center. Um, but my brain has now gone to let's get the extension done. Pretty much. He's an RFA after this season, so you've got team control, which is huge. But you probably want to negotiate this to be his big boy contract with the Sabres. And Evan and I were talking about this after you had left, uh, you know, talking about the uh, points per 60 chart. Sure. And we were like, okay, like, time to start talking about extending Casey Middlestad. Oh, yeah. It's no longer a question. This should be a thing. The question now is how comfortable are you feeling with what kind of term? And if you give this man the Dylan Cousins contract, I think it's a bargain. Can you imagine? Yeah, giving him the Dylan Cousins contract and then having only about $21 million tied up in your top three centers for the next seven seasons? It's like the anti-Leafs. For the next seven seasons? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's the anti-Leafs where they put so much money into their core four. And the Sabres have, even with Jeff Skinner's contract, that would be $30 million for four Four forwards. Jeff Skinner is another great topic to talk about in, uh, what, about two seasons ago? We thought that contract was untradeable, and now I don't want to say it's a, it's a value contract. He's, it seems like he's being paid exactly the amount he should be paid for what he provides. Yes. And which is nuts that, considering where he was at. That, and that of, goes, you know, don't, because don't of himself and because of certain people. <laughs> I don't want to – Yeah, and, we don't have to say that we, again. When we discuss Jeff Skinner, like, listen – Ralph gave Ralph gave him a, a bad play, but I mean it's he gave not everyone a bad play. He was he gave everyone a bad play, but just, it's not like Skinner didn't have to work back to become the player that he is. Like he was in a rut, and you know he was in a situation where he wasn't really allowed to play out of it to his strengths, and then he gets a coach that allows him to pay, play to his strengths, and then he works at it that way. It's there's a, lot, there's a lot to it, but seeing Skinner come back as the player he has is huge. But I think it just speaks to the way that Don Granato coaches, and he's not a guy that's going to take a guy out of the lineup because he's playing bad. He wants a guy to play out of it, almost to the point where you get annoyed by it. But then when that switch flips... You're like, oh, okay. And you know that he has kind of an area where he's willing to put his foot down. Like with a guy like Victor Olofsson, we thought he was, uh, last year he was getting a lot of play, but towards the end of the season, uh, he started getting uh, benched, and that's when you started to realize, okay, maybe Don is seeing 
what's going on that Olafson, unless he's scoring, he's really not providing you much out there. And that's unfortunately been the case so far this year. Yep. Through six games, he is so there are three players on the Buffalo Sabres that have zero points on the season. And two of them played a combined three games. One of them is Jacob Bryson. Um, not necessarily a player on the blue line that I'm going to expect to rack up points. The other is the guy who played last night, Lucas Rusek, in his first game of the season. Olsen's played six games. He has zero points. And you start to really see that he's not giving you much. And exactly as you said, Granado is seeing that now. And he is calling up Byro and Rusek to play over Olafson. Like, we had an interesting conversation about, like, maybe, you know, Oposo gets scratched a game or uh oh we talked about this off air didn't we we i don't think we said this on air did we? oh yeah yeah we did yeah, yeah. no yeah we've yeah that's that you know that's a that's a discussion that's probably a different discussion talking about the uh the captain and what you should do with him and the one-year contract that you you gave to him great leader he's been great for the team um but maybe there's some games where um you know it doesn't have to be a guy like tyson jost who takes a seat um, he's a guy who I think is at not not added value to the lineup, but he's a guy where you put in the lineup and you're not really missing much, and he's respo- uh, d- uh, responsible defensively, uh, which is not something you can really say for Victor Olofsson, who's again, if he's if he he's not getting points, then what what is he really providing for the team? And I like to look at usage, and one of the big things with usage is uh, time on the ice. How much are you sheltering a player if they are in the lineup? And I think that Jost is kind of getting that sheltering look, though, too. And he actually has, amongst all players, the lowest average time on ice per game at 11.01. That's even lower than when Olsen was playing. He was getting 12.14. My, oh, wait, hang on. He's the, <laughs> Jost is the second lowest. I don't know why you kept him if you're going to play Jacob Bryson less than 11 minutes as a defenseman. Yeah, that's that's tough. It, and I think in a lot of games this year, you've the Sabres have been caught where they've had to play with only five defensemen. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to enter a game where with Jacob Bryson as your seventh defenseman and he's only playing that much, then, I mean, you don't want your seventh defenseman playing that much anyway. But 11 minutes from a defenseman is not something you want to see. No, like the, you're hoping. Especially for if there's not a reason for him to exit the game, say uh, uh hit to the head, which causes him to be out for the rest of the game, yeah. and then another two games on top of that. Or uh, Yeah, through two games, he's averaged 11, less than 11 minutes a game. Yeah. And that's ugh. not uh, great. Not great, Bob. Uh, anyway, that but Bryson probably draws in the lineup tonight if uh, Matias Samuelson does not play as well. So, which is another thing to talk about. Uh, that guy cannot stop getting injured. Which not, you know, it's luck. That's nothing you want to blame anybody for. It's just like, can you just stay in the lineup for an extended amount of games, please? Because yeah. I mean, guys get hurt throughout the season. I get that, but I feel like every time you you're like, okay, this team is, yeah, they've won a couple games in a row, and then all of a sudden, up oh, Samuelson's not going to return to the game. Like, ah, crud. Now what? Now what is the interesting question? Because overall, Darlene, Samuelson, they've been fantastic. And Darlene's defensive game has been a nice revelation as well. He's been shutting down zone entries a lot. He's looking a lot better in his own end. And having Samuelson there typically will help in that situation. Now it's going to be a question of who does he pair with here. And if Samuelson doesn't play, Darlene needs a new D partner. Who is it going to be? Is it going to be Clifton? Is it going to be... Eric Johnson? Like, who do you trust to do this? Like, is it Yoki Haru and you move players up the lineup? That's the big question that 
uh, as Brian Duff had alluded to right at the end of uh, our conversation with him, it'll be fascinating to see what the line combinations look like today, not just on the forward core, but right here on the back end. If Samuelson doesn't draw in, um, what are you looking at? Yeah, defensive pairings will definitely be interesting. And then with how much they play, with how much they're willing to play Jacob Bryson, I... I don't think they have I don't think they have the guys called up for this but like is there a point where they might go like um 11 forwards uh 7 defensemen possibly That's been a strategy I've seen NHL coaches doing more uh liberally without really the need to do it just as a a change in pace especially if you're if you're only trusting Jacob Bryson to play 11 minutes that might be a time to bring in an extra guy who can take up more time um, and you can but maybe your that's another, but maybe that's another guy that you don't trust. It really depends. I don't know if they have the the depth to, to go seventy like that, but especially if they're having trouble with their top six and not having trouble, but it's clear that there's there's been injury problems. Uh, guys have struggled to stay in the lineup uh, due to you know again. I, I I don't mean to keep bringing up the Connor Clifton suspension, but that to me was like. What kind of play are we making there where you're going to put yourself in jeopardy, you know, 10 games in your first season with the Sabres into this contract and, you know, already out two games. And it's, he's it's had just a, a lot tough, of misfortune. It, right. So it's just been a tough situation defensively to start. Samuelson, this is the second time this year where he's had to leave a game early. Uh, I think the first time he was able to come back the next game, but obviously tonight he's he's questionable. Yeah, it's going to be called into question. We'll see what happens there. We'll see the uh, reports as they come in through the day. 803-0551-888-552-550. My favorite segment comes up next, where we throw it away and try to figure out some ridiculousness. What do we got? What's my smooth brain got for you this time? Well, you're going to have to find that out. Sports Talk Saturday rolls on here. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, you're listening to WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.